seems You made me this way You made me partake You stood and clapped As it pushed me to break You made me this way You cheered as I died Just a little bit Every day Hello and welcome to the new Imagination Rabbit podcast. This used to be the Game Dev Grit podcast, uh, which was about game development. But we took that shit over, man. Not really. I'm the same person did the other one, but uh, we haven't done an episode in like two years. And I was too lazy to go set up another one. So here you go, Imagination Rabbit podcast. Who the fuck is Imagination Rabbit? We're the world's smallest uh, animated feature film, game, interactive music and literature studio in the whole motherfucking world. And our stuff doesn't look like garbage. And so on and so forth. So yeah, on this podcast, we're going to talk about what we're doing. Uh, We're going to talk to people who work with Imagination Rabbit. And we're going to talk to other people too that are doing uh, different things. So if you want to be on this podcast, if you want to talk about the state of creativity, crypto, um, how it kind of is wherever you are in the world trying to do creative things or I don't know. Um, we can talk about whatever we want, but we're going to try to keep it within those realms, like things that affect uh, people trying to make things, uh, creative things, artistic things, games, movies, animations, music, visual novels, books, uh, programs, stuff like that. But um, yeah, so going forward, just want to let you know what, what we're about and you let me know what you want to hear about. So if you're familiar with our work, if you're not, uh, just go to ImaginationRabbit.com or ImaginationRabbit on YouTube and go look at her work. And if you have questions, if you're trying to make stuff, if you're trying to do things, you're trying to, um, I should make a note that we don't know how to, quote, get out there. Um, we don't have any social media except for YouTube because we hate it and we don't care. Luckily, we do other things for uh, money. And so all of our Imagination Rabbit creative stuff is free. We put it out for free. Uh, Yeah. Like our last animated feature film, M-Doll, which you can go see at mdollmovie.com. Completely free. The world's first interactive animated feature film, which you can get on itch.io. Just look for it. It's called M-Doll. That's free, too. We just uh, embedded an NFT into the film. And if you're out there and you just went, NFTs, oh my God, you're destroying the environment. You're boiling, they're literally boiling the oceans. Ah! Um, you're not going to want to listen to this shit because I'm not a fucking lunatic. Um, I understand the technology. I understand the potential implications. I understand what NFTs do for the current cryptocurrency markets and artists established and non-established alike. Because there are some uh, creative people, some artists, killing it in the NFT space, becoming mega trillion, billion, gnillion heirs. And good for them. If they've been doing art forever, I've seen a couple. I mean, there's a bunch that just make fucking garbage or steal people's shit and are making a ton of money. But there's also um, artists who've been at it forever and have been obscure or whatever and are now finally being rewarded for their work, their hard work. And I think that's cool. And they're not owned by anybody. Um, because if you don't know, in the normal world, 
the musicians, most of them, the musicians you like, the actors, the directors, um, all these people, they're owned. They're owned by talent agencies. They're owned by their managers. They have to ask for permission. They're like slaves that are owned. They can't do what they want. They have people over them that tell them what they can and can't do. Um, so yeah, if you can use crypto stuff, NFTs, whatever, to make it without being owned, that's good for you and that's good for art and creativity because then people are going to make things that aren't connected to the current political situation. They're going to say things you're, quote, not supposed to say and sometimes that's what you need to hear, the truth. Like a lot of times the truth hurts and so people want to avoid the truth, but the best thing you can do is is to speak the truth. It's like getting rid of a rotten loose tooth and you're like, no, this tooth is is perfect, you know, but it's rotten from the inside. No, tell the truth, it hurts, but you'll be glad that you go through it. So, um, yeah, because, you know, a lot of the, um, I'm gonna, we're going to do an episode. I'm going to talk to my friend out in Venezuela, Major Nebula, a musician who I work with on uh, our last animated feature film, Doll. He did the chiptune classical soundtrack um, because he has a different perspective. So if you're in a place with a stable currency and you can use banks, you can use PayPal, Zen, Venmo, Zelle, and all this stuff, um, you're going to have a different perspective than someone who's in a heavily, heavily sanctioned country like Venezuela with a hyperinflated currency that might be coming soon to the United States of America. It would be a fitting, it would be fitting, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, because, you know, we're, if you're here, uh, it's like, well, you know, crypto's evil, crypto blood. And it's like, well, what if you're in a place where that's the only way the fucking evil empire in the world allowed you to make money? Is it evil then? Then it's like, no, it's a fucking lifeline. But anyway, I'll save that for that episode. Um, and yeah, I'm going to interview a couple people. Oh, we have a Discord. So, like, see, I'm, I'm resourceful. I didn't make a new podcast. I just took an old one and put a new skin on it, which is this one. So for the Discord, we had a Discord, Imagination Rabbit did, for our last film, Doll, And so I just converted that one, repurposed it, reskinned it into the Imagination Rabbit Discord. So that'll be in the link here or on Imagination Rabbit. I don't know. I'm not a fucking marketing guy. I don't do social media. I don't care. You know, like the whole attitude with social media marketing and all the shit. It's like everybody's an idiot and they're useless. So unless you make things like as easy as possible, like press the fucking buttons for them, like they're just going to get all confused and, and forget who you are. Like, And I'm seeing more and more that's true with most people. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't want to do that. So, like, if you can't search for shit, if you can't duck, duck, go, do you see that? I didn't say Google. I'm offering you an alternative search engines. Um, if you can't do that, then we don't care to have you in our audience. So if our audience is fucking five people, we don't care. We don't care. We'd rather be who we are and say what we want to say and have nobody than fucking, like, change. Because that's how regrets are born. That's how regrets grow within yourself. And you'd be like, why would I have regrets? I'll have all the money. <laughs> but if you've met with or been around and heard truthful statements from really rich people who sold their souls or didn't get to express themselves, etc., etc., you'll hear a different story that you don't know. 
Because when you don't know, you're just like, get the money, money, do anything to get money, get money. And it's like, unless you're going to commit suicide as uh, you know, right when you quote, get the money, you're going to be faced with these things. So it's like, why just don't compromise from the beginning? You know, don't compromise your ideals. Don't become a high level Freemason and pledge your soul to Satan and have like a bunch of dudes point swords at your dicks. Just don't do that from the beginning. I know, I know it's easier to get ahead like that. Um, it's easier to get your head cut off that way too. It's easier to get a black eye, bunch of famous people, politicians with black eyes, who's punched them in the face? I don't know. I don't know why they're doing that. Maybe because they're all owned. Um, so yeah, if you don't want to join, uh, Freemasonry, the Illuminati, um, yeah, you're going to have a harder go. If you don't want to be owned by CAA, some talent agency, have some fucking agent telling you what you can and can't do. Holding some stuff over your head like the sword of Damocles, Damocles, however you say that shit. Um, you got to go on your own. And when you go on your own, rolling on your own is hard. Uh, because it's just you. There's no one else um, that's pushing, that's going to make things work, that's going to get things finished, right? But if you can break through somehow and, and make it, whatever that means to you on your own, you know, the world is a much different place than when you are owned. So I say, don't give in. Don't become owned. Make, don't make compromises when it comes to your soul, your spirit. And so I didn't plan out this episode. I just turned the fucking mic on. It's a Saturday, February 12, 2022 in San Jose, California, United States of America. Um, yeah, spirit, soul is something that's been forgotten. You used to hear a lot about it. Like, I remember when I was in high school, the cheerleaders were, were called, also called the Spirit Squad. And it's like, what is spirit, right? Like, spirit went away. Spirit's not in the public consciousness or in the public speech here in the United States of America. And I think it's because once mobile phones and social media and big tech, big tech, hey, let me just get out my big tech here. I'll run over your small tech. Once that shit became the shit, uh, they got rid of all the shit that they couldn't make money with with their shit. So, like, spirit, they can't monetize spirit. You can monetize impressions. You can monetize attention. You can monetize clicks. You can monetize, you know, all the shit, but you cannot monetize spirit. So in these systems, anything that cannot be monetized, anything that can't be quantified and all these other five words where I'm going to sound like a fucking slam poet now. Um, they just pretend they don't exist. They get rid of them because they're useless to them. Um, if they had some distributed cryptocurrency that they embedded into people and when the, you know, unknowingly through some kind of shots that then they could monitor the person's heart rate and all their biological functions wirelessly then maybe they would start talking about spirit because then they could, quote, measure your spirit based on biological functions and, uh, you know, all these different things going on with your body. And it'd be like, right now they have increased spirit. Uh, but yeah, my point is um, it's an important thing that in the modern world, at least where I am, no one talks about and they act like it's worthless, but it makes all the difference, especially if you're not motivated by cocaine methamphetamines or what is that shit everyone uses here they call it silicon valley speed new vigil pro vigil 
just like all this shit, because people have no spirit and no soul, so they need to take drugs for energy. But like you're listening to me right now, right? It's 11 p.m. here. I went for a hike a couple miles with my wife up in this park, did some stuff, and I got all this motherfucking spirit. Why? Because I didn't sell my soul out. So I don't need cocaine, methamphetamines, pro-vigil, and adrenochrome to keep my shit going, man. Because, you know, I'm still connected to the source. Whatever that is, whatever you want to believe it is, I feel that. I feel like I'm a part of a bigger thing when I work with other people. And our goals and our ideas, I believe, are pure. If we're just working to progress the art form and make things that honor the art form. And we're doing things for people. Like, all the things that I've made as... Oh, I didn't even say who I was. Yeah, see? I'm, I'm so selfless. I don't even care. Um, so my current uh, instance is Strange Toshi Nakamanly, final boss of Imagination Rabbit. Um, but yeah, I do things for people. Obviously, I told you I'm not doing things for money with Imagination Rabbit. So what does that mean you do things for people? It's like, that's my motivation. So when I'm sitting here in fucking obscurity, storyboarding a couple thousand frames for a new movie, I'm thinking about a scenario, a thing going on, and I'm thinking about the people watching it and how they're going to feel. And I want to take them on a journey. I want to make them feel different things. I want to surprise them. I want to make them feel like all hope is lost and then bring them to a higher place when it's over. It's for people. So I believe when you're creating stuff and, you know, at the end of the day, you're not doing it because, oh, my agent told me to and I like money. I like my home in Malibu. So like I need to do this so I can keep paying my rent. Like, oh, I like doing cocaine and um, banging hookers or models or whatever. And like, I need to do this so I can maintain this lifestyle. Because when you get into stuff, like I did, you know, I, I was in the indie film scene, even though nothing's fucking indie. They just pretend to be. But most of the people were doing it for those reasons. They didn't really have the passion. They didn't have the spirit. They didn't have the soul. They just wanted the lifestyle they wanted to make movies because, one, they just wanted to have power over people. So then, you know, you could be a Harvey Weinstein and be like, well, I'll give you this part if you suck my dick. Um, or not. Or, or no, his would be like, I'll give you this part if you bring a house plant. Let me jizz in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, you meet a lot of people who, who do things. Yeah, they want to make movies because they want power over other people to make them feel like they're something. But the true creator, if you know, if you've created your own stories, created your own characters and realized them, you don't need to feel like you need to put stuff over or control other people because you're in control of your world that you created. You're like the god of your world. And without you, your characters, your stories, those things do not live. So it makes you feel powerful and that I had this idea of this character, of this scenario, of this place I made it, I created it, and now it's here and other people can experience it. So um, since you can do that, you don't feel like you need to to um, do that to other people. So yeah, most people get into it for that. They're like power or the lifestyle, probably more so the lifestyle. They just want, you know, there's a job. Like I've had different jobs. If you've had different jobs, there's some really difficult demanding jobs in different ways. Um, you know, if you're doing hard labor, it's a very physically demanding job, depending what you're doing. If you're digging holes all day in the sun and super hard fucking packed dirt, that's very demanding. 
right? Um, so, you know, there's people that get into the arts, whatever, a lot of them, just because they're lazy, because they see something like they watch a making of a movie and they're like, oh, I could do that. I could tell people what I like and what I want to do. Yeah, I could do that. And then, you know, their dad is some executive or their uncle is some fucking producer and then they could do it and then they do interviews and like, oh my God, it's so hard. It's the most difficult thing I did. I was like, bitch, you're playing make-believe and sitting in a chair telling other people what to do, motherfucker. You ain't doing nothing, man. Let's go see you digging the motherfucking sun all day like I did, hauling up two 50-pound bags of fucking cement on each shoulder to build a deck in Las Gatis. Yeah. So, you know, you need those experiences to keep shit in perspective. So that you become a more balanced, humble uh, human being and you're not just a fucking sociopathic asshole. Even though the the mainstream world, the mainstream view puts a magnifying glass on the sociopathic fucking spoiled assholes. um, Because that's what they all are. So I'm very happy to see, uh, quote, Hollywood, unquote, dying a fucking pathetic death. It's great. Um, now it'd be good if the music industry could do like all the creative industries just need to die because they're just corpses anyway. You know, for the for every one Harvey Weinstein we see, there's like fucking 20 other ones. Um, so anyway, this is the Imagination Rabbit podcast. You hear these attitudes, you hear this spirit. That's what this shit's gonna be about. It's not gonna be about like me interviewing people that have a million Twitter followers and then they're famous on Twitter for being famous on Twitter. I don't even have a fucking Twitter. What would I do on it? Hey, guys. What's up? Hey, snarky comment. Hey, comment on pop culture event. This is my take. Hey. Yeah, I don't. I mean, you know, I'm just taking the piss, as they say in the UK. Um... But yeah, why would you want to... Like, I don't want to know. It takes away the fucking mystery. It's like Stanley Kubrick is one of my favorite movie directors. Very mysterious person, right? A lot of mystique about him. And that's because when he was doing his thing, he was in a, a different time. And I believe if he was alive right now, he wouldn't be fucking tweeting. He wouldn't be fucking YouTube live... He wouldn't be on Twitch live streaming all day. No, he'd be doing his work. So that's what I do. I don't have a phone. I don't want one. Fuck phones. Um, but yeah, mystique. So like, yeah, there's no mystique anymore. It's like you look someone up, some artist, and then you're like, oh, this works kind of cool. And then you go look them up, and their Twitter's like, I'm taking a dump right now. I ain't Taco Bell. And you're just like, oh, man, I fucking ruined it. Like, yeah. You know? At least that's how I am. I like, I like the mystique. I like the mystery. I like all that stuff, you know, what I'm into. Like uh, the late, the very fucking great um, Kentaro Miyuda, Miyuda Senpai, um, the creator of Berserk, mainly Berserk, and he had that Baki, he did a wrestler comic, but I mean pretty much the most fucking epic manga artist of all time, created like the greatest one of them, fuck, well, probably the greatest fucking story. I mean, it went on for 30 years and it was only getting better. You know, he died. Um, and you knew nothing about him. Like, I knew nothing about him. There was, like, just a couple photos. Maybe two interviews. I mean, in English. I don't think there was that much in Japanese either. But he was a mysterious dude. And that makes it... I mean, I think that makes it much better. Like, you wonder. You use your imagination. 
I know um, this is the time in which people have no imagination because, for example, when I was a kid and then kids were talking and we'd go like, who would win out of a fight between a Tyrannosaurus Rex and a great white shark? And then we know we'd go think about it, like, what would it look like? Hmm, I wonder this. And then we'd probably go and draw pictures. Like, I can't draw, so my own shitty pictures of, like, a dinosaur, a Tyrannosaurus Rex fighting a shark, you know? And we, hmm, imagination, use this thing, right? And then today, it's just like, you'll just go on YouTube and go Tyrannosaurus Rex versus Great White Shark, and there's a fucking, like, super realistic shitty, I mean, I think they're shitty because they're cheesy as fuck, like, CG animation of a Tyrannosaurus Rex fighting a shark, and, like, no imagination happens, nothing. And... The way you get uh, you sharpen your imagination is by using it. So since no one's using their imaginations because no one's, quote, bored, you know, you need to be bored. You need to get away from technology. I, I don't think you can truly be creative in front of any sophisticated technology because, um, you know, like a sketchbook and a pencil is a form of technology. But, yeah, so I think you have to draw a line. You can't say no technology. You don't want to go full um, Kaczynski. So I've read two or three of his books. I read The Industrial Age and it's whatever. And then I read his revolution one, anti-tech revolution. Um, Kind of interesting on some things. Super smart guy. They fucked his brain up with whatever when he was in Harvard or Yale, whatever, Ivy League. But um, yeah, so I'm not, um, I use a lot of technology, but I'm not like, Yes, technology. You know, there's that quote about humans being the sex appendages of technology, which kind of seems like it's happening. So I put like a cap on it. Like right now I'm in front of a computer when I work on my projects for Imagination Rabbit, like actually make them I'm in front of a computer. But when I go outside, when I go to a coffee shop, I mean, when they were open, now they're all closed here in um, lame ass California. Um... Yeah, I don't want to bring technology. The The highest form of technology I want is a sketchbook because I want to fucking flex and use my imagination because that's the exciting thing and that's how you build it. And like now when I come upon children like kids, you know, kids are supposed to be the alphas of imagination. Like a, an eight-year-old boy, an eight-year-old girl is supposed, they're supposed to be, their imaginations are supposed to be so out there, so quick so fucking um, liquid in the way they can change ideas and morph things. You, as an adult, I would think, you're supposed to be, like, in awe of their imagination, right? Um, Because they're supposed to be the alpha, man. But, so, like, when I've been talking to kids, and I'm just fucking disappointed with their lack of imagination, because they just reference stuff that already exists. You try to get them to come up with something new, and they're like, how about Iron Man versus Batman? And it's like, no, like something new, something different, like Batman with dinosaur teeth. And you're like, no, not like a Hollywood pitch meeting where they're like, it's Die Hard meets Batman on steroids, like something new, like make something up. Oh, let me go to YouTube. So I don't know. I don't have kids. So maybe you have super imaginative kids. I hope you do. I know how, you know, most parents think their kids are like the best at everything. And I know I have friends like that. And they're like, oh, my kids are so amazing. Their imaginations are so amazing. And I'm like, all right. Because I'm a grown man. But imagination is my thing, right? 
So for me to battle other adults and imagination, it's like it's not fair because they're adults. You know, I'm a stunted, uh, somewhat hyper autistic in one specific area adult. Um, so imagination is my thing. So when they're like, oh, my kids are so amazing. They're so imaginative. I'm like, oh, we just I'm like, all right. So I'm like cracking my knuckles like I'm going to meet their kid. We're going to do imagination battle. We're going to get out our sketchbooks and we're going to have an imagination battle. And I'm telling you. I'm just spanking their kids, like wiping the floor with them. Okay, autistic people, not literally. I'm not beating people's kids. I'm beating them in a contest of imagination, I'm telling you. Okay? So don't call anybody on me. Um, so, yeah, I've just been disappointed with the state of imagination. And that's why we need people like imagination rabbits. I'm not just talking about myself. I'm talking about the people I'm working with because I'm picking people. I only want to produce, I mean, we only want to produce people that are imaginative, that are doing something different, that have the spirit, that have the passion, that want to grip that power of being a creator. And they take it seriously. So they respect their respective art forms. You know, they know that art, creativity, film, music, all these things are conversations that have been going on for fucking hundreds, sometimes thousands of years, and you're just jumping into it, and all these fucking smarter, older people than you are already talking. So shut the fuck up and listen for a while. Learn something about the history. See it, people, what other people have done. Get some respect, son. And then you jump into the conversation once you know, you have that, that level of integrity. I'm not saying you can't make anything. I'm just saying about shit in your own head. So it took me like making films for like 20, no, 15 years. Yeah. About 15 years till I finally feel like I sort of know what I'm doing. And now I can be in that conversation with the history of film and animation and arts and stuff like that. So it's kind of good, though, because um, before that, you know, you don't put that pressure on yourself. It's like there's some quote to be like, you don't you can climb up on the shoulders of giants, but don't let them sit on yours or something like that too soon because it crushes you. I don't know. I'm just fucking rambling, man. It's Saturday. So um, this was a long ass podcast, our first one. So tell me what you want me or anybody Imagination Rabbit team um... Thought I had a stroke, didn't you? Just messing around, man, because my podcast, I could do whatever the fuck. I won't. So anyway, but I want to know what you want uh, to hear out of this podcast. Do you want to hear like technical shit, like inspirational stuff? I'm going to interview other people, like I said, about what they're doing, um, advice, whatever. And like I said, we can talk about all creative stuff. Um, I'm into the cryptocurrency things. I think it's very, ex very exciting technology. If you want to talk about that, you want me to talk about that, let me know. Um, but I could just do this, man. I could just imagination this shit. Imagine that. 
But uh, right now, yeah, I'm going to go make another Sam Hyde, Joe Rogan, Nightmare Puppeteer video. Nightmare Puppeteer, our game that makes animations. Only $1 on Steam. Flex your imagination in there. It requires some imagination because uh, you have to think about what voice you want to load in there. Record your own voice doing something. It doesn't have, like, most video games or just follow an arrow and it tells you what to do. Like, what the fuck is the point? I don't play those games because I want to do what I want to do. But anyway... Uh, yeah, I'm about this bitch. Imagination Rabbit, until next time. Pasa fuera.